and welcome or welcome back it's trucking answers it's mark your favorite trucking podcast host because you only get me through your ear hole you do not have to look at me which is good for you and probably good for the planet we're gonna have some trucking news today some automotive news and yet another reason we do not live on mars do you know why we don't live on mars because there's a bunch of dumb, stupid, idiot, dumb people that live on this planet that we have to support in one way or another, either through dry cheese sandwiches, housing them in prisons, uh, paying their medical bills, whatever it is, providing for them in other ways. They're idiots, and they take all of our money, and I can't go live on Mars. And the more I hear about them, the more I want to go to Mars. Today's Mars weather, provided by NASA, the National Aeronautics and Space Administration and the Perseverance rover. The high today on Mars is going to be minus 16 degrees with a low of just minus 130. All temperatures are in Fahrenheit because that's the temperature of Earth. So uh, looks like going to be a nice day today. Maybe a little chilly at the bus stop this morning. So may want to put on a hat and gloves. So that's the story with that today. So let's talk about this Women of Trucking Advisory Board. As you might expect, the advisory board, which is going to supposedly give the FMCSA uh, ways to improve the lot of women in trucking, basically, and to get more women into trucking, is mostly comprised of women that are not truck drivers. Let's see who's mainly on the panel, and mainly in Spain. All right, so... Anne Barley, okay, is an organizer for the Service Employee International Union. She's a school teacher, it says. All right, nice. So uh, we go a couple other people here. So now we have Jerry Banks, Jerry with an I. My wife will know what I'm talking about. Owner of Life on the Road Recruiting and Transportation Services. It's a driver recruitment firm, okay, where they recruit drivers to other companies. All right. So we have, this is a big surprise, Elizabeth Barna. She's the vice president of the American Trucking Association. You know, they had to get their nose stuck in everything else. Like they have it stuck all over the place. You knew they were going to be stuck in that. And we knew it. There'd have to be some ATA member in there for sure. For sure. So we have Enol G and Jolie. Holy crap. Would you people get normal names for God's sakes? Uh, DeGrasse. Okay. Uh Deputy Director of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters. Okay, not a driver. <laughs> All right. Be you know how I know that? Because the ones that are drivers say driver here. Okay. So we have a Marie Druckenmiller, Director of Transportation at Amazon, a large carrier. Okay, so not a driver. Now, here's the thing. I want to do a small aside about Amazon because this was just in the news. A driver for Amazon was recently laid off for the day and this made the news because he was on Reddit talking about it apparently so it made the news get this okay are you holding on to your hats because you're on Mars this driver was sent home for the day why because he went to the bathroom during his route now at least here and in most places I've seen Amazon drivers are paid hourly all right and they're usually through a third-party contractor or whatever but Amazon requires, which I don't know if it's legal because I'm not a lawyer, a camera in the truck. A camera faces in and out. All right. And those are terrible. Uh, companies that use them are garbage. If you if you watch the driver, you're just terrible. You're just terrible. Okay. Uh, you know, simple as that. So, but at some are worse. I was going to say better than others, but, you know, uh, 
if you're a piece of crap, you're either a small piece of crap or a big piece of crap. Okay, so you're still a piece of crap. So some are worse than others. And at Amazon, if your truck stops for three minutes or more, the company is notified. Okay? <clears throat> and so what happened? This driver had, uh, you know, a DEFCON 5 bathroom emergency, apparently, and stopped at a gas station or whatever. And the truck had stopped for more than three minutes, and he got a talking to and got sent home for the day. Now, let me tell you what. Uh, always on my live shows, there's always a few drivers. We have a discussion about hourly versus, you know, mileage versus percentage, that kind of thing. And should hourly drivers are just wasting companies' time? Let me ask people. Do you think that um, it is uh, okay to e not even let people go to the bathroom? Okay. Now, I'm not saying, that, you know, you need to stop for two hours all the time every day. That's one thing if you have a pattern of this. But there is no discussion of that here. Even the driver doesn't suggest that, and the company doesn't refute that, that, hey, you had to stop and go to the bathroom, but they're like, you know, we got packages to deliver here. So if I can come to work, I can't even stop and go to the bathroom, all right? I don't even want to think about working at your place. And at the one in uh, Lebanon, or whatever they call it, Whitestown down there in Indiana, north of Indy here, just south of me, they only advertised $22 an hour. So uh, it's not like it's any great shakes working there, and it doesn't say anything about overtime. So I already wouldn't recommend the place. But this driver facing camera, and you can't stop for three minutes? Really? Really? So driver can't even stop for three minutes, and then that person is going to talk about how to make women improve, uh, you know, women's, uh, you know, experience in trucking. By the way, women, don't go to the bathroom or anything like that. So, uh, you know, that's where we're at Amazon. That was in the uh, news. And we have Aaron Duchesne, CFO of uh, a bus line, Hall H&L Bloom bus line. All right. Motor coach line, not a driver. All right. So we have Laura Duria, all right, manager of recruiting, retention, and driver development at Boyle. Medium carrier, not a driver. Why? Because look, the next person, Marquita Jones, Marquita Jones, J.B. Hunt, driver. Okay, so we have a couple drivers here. Uh, let's see here. Diane McNear-Smith. All right. Hyphenated last name. All right. CEO of Three Girls Trucking Academy, which is a truck school. Okay. And it does not say driver there. All right. Uh, Sheree Moore, founder and president of She Trucking Foundation, which is an association member. And we have two drivers again, finally. Soledad Munoz-Smith. Okay. Vice president of operations in Munoz Trucking. I wonder how she got that job. Her name is the same as the trucking company name. I wonder if there's any relation to that. Hmm. And Nicole Ward, co-owner of African American Women in Trucking, which uh, a nonprofit, which of course I say something like that is discriminatory because if I had one that said Caucasian American Women in Trucking, uh, I think I'd have a problem. So uh, I don't I like things that eliminate a certain group of people based on something that they have no control over, regardless of what that is, including this. You know, uh, all these oh, women of trucking. Well, why are we excluding people from that based on something that they don't have any control over? That isn't right. That isn't judging someone by the content of their character. I will tell you that. That is judging someone by the color of their skin. Huh. I wonder who said that. Anyways, most of these people, the by far the far majority, aren't even drivers. And they're going to be advising the FMCSA 
about barriers and trends that impact women in trucking and, uh, you know, ways to support their career, identifying opportunities to expand trucking roles for women, you know. Yeah, or well, like maybe uh, this person, right, that who's like the daughter or somebody related to the trucking company. Yeah, apparently marry into or become, you know, born into a family that starts a trucking company. That's one way to do it. Uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. So, look, these are all garbage things that, uh, you know, the administration uses to make themselves feel good. Like, oh, we can get votes this way or whatever. And it's not just this administration. Believe me, okay? You know, uh, you know, all of them do this kind of garbage. This is just happens to be current. <clears throat> you know, the administrations, and regardless of uh, which side they are, it's just that, you know, it's the same coin. People don't really realize it's the same coin. You're bad. No, you're bad. No, you're both bad. Okay, you're both terrible. <laughs> so that's going to be the story. So I hope women feel better about that, and especially women that, you know, are otherwise minority. Even though women are the majority of people in the country, you know, we have organizations to help them. Look, maybe women are just smarter than men about, uh, you know, getting into trucking. You can't even stop for three minutes, and you get sent home for the day. Now, is that legal? I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. All right, as a non-lawyer, yeah, probably. You know, it's at will. So they don't have to provide you any certain amount of work unless you have a contract. So they could say, you know what, your day's done right now. Yeah. So is that legal? Probably. Is it right? Um, no. If you come back the next day, I guess you take it. All right. Well, Mark, I can't just quit. All right. I guess if you don't quit soon, you're just take it. And so that's why they do it. That's why. That's why this stuff goes on. That's why you have a camera that if you stop for three minutes. You get a call from your boss because you'll do it. That's why you get $22 an hour at Amazon, even as an experienced driver, at least here. That's what their ads say, okay? Because you'll take $22 an hour to drive a semi around and make deliveries all day instead of standing up and saying, you know what, that's not, that's not near enough money. I can Uber for that kind of money. Okay, so uh, there was an $18 surge here last night for Uber during that storm. So uh, had you gone out during that, you would have gotten your rate plus $18 per run in town. And you can usually do two an hour if it's busy. And it, when it surges like that, it is busy. They have people waiting. That's why they surge it or they wouldn't surge it. They don't just want you out there doing nothing. There's some point in that. So they surged it. So you'd get 36 an hour bonus on top of the probably 20 to $25 an hour you would have already gotten. Or you can go drive for Amazon where they gripe at you for going to the bathroom. You know, after three minutes, uh, well, they they get notified if the truck stops for three minutes. I think that's ridiculous. If I need to stop during the day or whatever and go to the bathroom, I'm going to stop somewhere and go to the bathroom. Okay, simple as that. that. For a company to say, no, no, Mark, you can't do that. You know, we can't have you stopping and going to the bathroom. And, you know, even though you're human, barely. All right. That's we can't have you doing that. No. You know, that kind of stuff, that kind of stuff is just wrong. And that's a barrier to getting people into trucking. <laughs> Maybe that uh, woman from Amazon could think about that. Like, oh, what's a barrier? Oh, when we send people home for going to the bathroom, that might be a barrier to getting women into trucking. You know, it turns out they're just smarter than us. We'll just tolerate it. And women are like, no, I have to go to the bathroom. So I'm not doing any of this. So that's where we are with the women in trucking. Hey, it's almost truck driver appreciation week. Should be every week, I say, right? Only because then I want more stuff. But here's some of the stuff you're going to get next month. You know, some truck stop, uh, some truck stops are doing stuff for the whole month. 
next month of September, which, depending when you listen to this, could have been last month. All right, that's where you got to subscribe and listen immediately. <laughs> get it when it comes out. So if you head on over to your favorite loves, you're going to get fresh fruit and drink deals September 12th to 16th, free hot sandwiches or fresh salad with an oil change. All right, so you spend 400 bucks or whatever and get a salad. Awesome. Discounts and Amarillo Company Supply Products, whatever those are. Free Amarillo Supply Hat with the purchase of a pack, three pack of gloves or any six Amarillo Supply Company safety items are 15% off through the month of October. All right, so that's pretty good. They're also going to give some loves points away. September 9th, one person will get 250000 September 16th, one gets half a million points. The 23rd of September, one person gets 750,000 points. And on September 30th, one person gets 1 million loves points. All you got to do is swipe your loves card, and uh, that's your entry. Every time you swipe your card, you get an entry. So pretty simple on that. Pilot Flying J is also going to do stuff for drivers from September 1st through October 31st as part of an extended truck driver appreciation. All right. How about that? Extended, says Shamik Konar. Pilot of uh, the CEO of Pilot, Shamik Konar. All right. Thank you to our own pilot drivers and all professional drivers. I love that he puts his own drivers in there first. Hey, our drivers are a little bit better than you. Okay. They're going to have uh, three free drink choices on the My Rewards Plus app each week from September 1st through October 31st. These will include uh, like fountain drinks, coffee, sodas, energy drinks, water. All right. Earn 500 bonus points. In September for all new activated in-app challenges, whatever that is. Discounts on various deli food items through September using your uh, Plus Rewards Plus app, including a 50% discount ooh, during National Truck Driver Appreciation Week, which is actually September 11th to the 17th. In October, earn, earn more points, up to 5 points per gallon with fueling after activating Push for Points. All right, Push for Points. And how should you push for points? Push it real good. That's how. Push it real good. Free, safe, and road-ready checks in September by Southern Tire Mart. Every check, drivers will be entered into a raffle to win a chance to win a, a set of uh, Bridgestone Premium Steer Tires. So, some truck stops doing stuff, and a lot of other truck stops, too, like independent truck stops, you know, do stuff. Jubits is always in on that. We'll do a bunch of stuff for people as well. So, be sure to check with you know the local independent truck stops there's a few left i went to detroit here last week and i always stop at the fuel mart you know i want to just put a shout out there not paying me for this or anything but i always stop at napoleon at the fuel mart why across the street uh, across the road there across 24 is a pilot and a loves and they're always full that fuel mart used to be a ta right and there's this is now an independently owned truck stop and it's clean okay the people running are the people that own it so the guy behind the counter is the owner of the place and it, there's never anybody fueling there because they don't have deals with these uh large carriers so you can always get in and get fuel and get out so you have that benefit there's parking i went by there one morning at three what i was in there like two thirty, three in the morning parking okay there was plenty of parking everybody's all bunched up at the loves over there Go to an independent truck stop if you can. Well, there's some left. This used to be a TA, so it still kind of looks like a TA. It is not. They take Comdata, though, and, of course, my Comdata card is open everywhere, so I filled up there as well. Easy. It was the same price, by the way. Not that I care, but I did note that it was the same price as the Loves and that across uh, the street. Now, 
whatever discounts they get. All right, again, not my problem. If they don't want me fueling there, they should say have to fuel at Loves or whatever, but they don't. They're like, we need you to get back, so the, our cards open everywhere. So the Fuel Mart in Napoleon is the featured truck stop of the week, I guess, because I've always going in there whenever I went by I'd always go in there when it was a TA and then it got bought years ago right and it's a fuel mart and I still go in there so try to find an independent truck stop and they may have deals as well but otherwise support an independent truck stop you don't have to go to the loves wherever you are and this one has parking which is nice and I guess I can't stress this enough in Arizona there's one student dead and some more injured because there was slowed traffic. There's a school bus at the back of the traffic line, and a semi comes and splashes into him. You know, just smashes in the back of the school bus. Now it says police are investigating. Why do you think a truck driver might smash into the back of stop traffic? Well, not paying attention, or tired, drove all night, and is not used to it, or something to that effect. Please, I am begging you. All right, do not do this. If you are tired, please pull over. You, is this worth it? Well, that won't happen to me. I bet that driver said that too. If you are tired, stop driving. Don't, opening the window and all, it's all garbage, right? You need to get some sleep. You should get a run that is a regular run so that you're up at the same time and you can get regular sleep. If you did not sleep good, do not drive. Okay, simple as that. I know, uh, Mark, that's going to cost me some money. Okay, I get it. All right, go home and get a regular job then. I mean, I don't know what to say. Is this better? Well, that's kind of flippant. Well, is this better? Is this a better outcome? Okay, this driver may face felony charges and go to jail. There's a student who's dead and others are injured because somebody probably, okay, was tired. This is early morning, right? First thing in the morning, drove all night. That's usually how this happens. Now, could we find out something different? Maybe. Does that change what I said, though? No. If you're tired, do not drive the truck. Park. And drivers always tell me, well, Mark, I don't need the FMCSA to tell me when I'm tired. I know when I'm tired. Did this driver know that? I read these all the time. There's several a day of this kind of thing from around the country where drivers are tired and flip their truck or crash into traffic. You know, they're not paying attention, whatever it is. Drive. Okay? Do not do anything in the truck, but drive the truck. It's as simple as that. This student didn't have to die. This didn't have to happen. So that's the story with that. Please, if you are not 100% driving, park. Are you thinking about becoming a truck driver? I know I get a lot of questions from people that listen to this podcast and the Trucking Answers YouTube channel about driving, about what the best way to do that. And let me tell you, don't sign a contract. Don't sign up for truck school. Don't pay anything. Don't talk to a recruiter. Don't talk to anybody until you talk to me. When you're ready to launch your trucking career, go to launchwithmark.com. All right, so I was thinking about cars and what car have I had the longest? How long have you owned a car? Do you own cars long term? I don't. I go through cars pretty quick. I like switching out, you know, get the newest thing, you know, the latest car, whatever. I see a car I like and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go buy a car. So, um, and I think that the Sonic here that I have may be the longest car I've ever had. It's probably close. I've had this car for over eight years and it has never let me down or anything. 
it's probably getting closing in on nine years. So that's a long time for me to have a car. It's either that or I had an 88 Escort that I bought used also. And I had that car for many years also. It didn't get a lot of miles on it because when I originally got it, I was over the road so the car would sit. And I only had to put a starter in that car, which locked up. It got locked and I had to drill a hole in the bottom of the headlight because it filled up with water. Oh, I put a throttle position sensor on that car too, which was easy. Easy peasy. That was before YouTube. You actually had to go get a Haynes manual, which I had for many of my cars, to figure out how to do it yourself. I had that car for a long time, too. I don't remember exactly how long I had it. But the Sonic, I've had a really long time. It just has been a good car, and I've not had any issues with it. I haven't put that many miles on it. When I got the car eight and uh, over eight years ago, it had 41,000 miles on it. It currently is just getting ready to turn 70,000 miles. So uh, that's so many miles I've put on it in all that time. So that's why I can keep them longer as well. You can find a car like I did. It was a year old with 41,000 miles on it. And you're like, oh, that's a lot of miles. Well, now, now it is nine years old with 70,000 miles on it. You're like, oh, that's hardly any miles. Exactly. So that's all relative. So it just depends how many miles you're going to put on it. But I think the Sonic. So how long do you keep a car? Do you keep a car any length of time? You know, do you uh, or do you get rid of them or do you have one in the garage maybe that you're going to keep? And maybe now you get rid of other cars. So I don't know. I don't usually keep them, you know, a decade or whatever. So, of course, my grandfather, <laughs> he would buy a car and he's like, Oh, this is the last car. I remember this as a little kid. This is the last car I'm going to get. This is it. I'll be I'll die before I get, you know, and then he'd buy another car. He bought he bought one of the first Voyager vans. You know, when they were small, four-cylinder. His was an automatic, but most of them were sticks. There were a lot of stick-shifted ones. 84, he bought one of those vans first year. 86, right? 84. First year and then he's like, "Oh, that's going to be my last car." And then he bought another one. And uh, then he bought, crap, he bought an Omni. He had a couple more cars. I mean, he just kept buying cars. So <laughs> he's like, this is going to be my last car. This Eventually, by the way, for everyone, eventually, the car you have is your last car. So keep that in mind as well. Right now is not a great time to buy a car. It is a great time to sell a car if you want to sell your car. So I've always considered that with the Sonic because it's uh, it's runs good and everything so and it doesn't have that many miles on it now you see cars now i've seen sonics with 170,000 miles on them so to have one that is only 70,000 miles on it and it's basically a two owner all these years and i've had it all these years is something everything's on the carfax and all that so just curious about that but uh, that 88 escort which was a pony two-door back windows did not even open no air no power steering okay it had manual steering no radio so it, none, it had none of these things from the factory. No rear defrost. It's <laughs> a gigantic window. Four-speed manual. And I think that car would have done better with a five-speed, which was an option, but that car didn't have any options. Because it only had a four-speed, it only got about 44 miles to the gallon on the highway. I think the fifth gear, I probably could have got 50 out of it. Now, I don't know what it was running uh, RPM-wise because it didn't have a tack. That was also an option. It had one side was just a speedometer to 85 miles an hour, and the other side was a gigantic fuel gauge where the tack would have been had you had that option. 
There was a light on the dashboard that said shift with an arrow that pointed up. And the first time it would come on was for fuel mileage. So as you're speeding up, it comes on. That's your best fuel mileage. I didn't like shifting right there because it seemed like it lugged the car. You barely were going. The car only had 88 horsepower to start with when it was new. And some of those horses probably were on vacation. So you don't want to, you never want to really lug a car anyways. Now I don't think you don't have to shift at red line every time, but lugging it, not a great plan. So I would usually go a little beyond that and shift, but you know, straight highway, you could get 44 with that car, which is pretty respectable even today to do out of a car, but it didn't have any, any options. I would bring a boom box with me for those of you that don't know what one is. You can look it up. And that's what I would use in the car because it did not have a radio. It just had a piece of plastic there where a radio would have been had you gotten an LX instead of a Pony, which was the base model of the car. But other than drilling the hole in the headlight because it would fill it with water, the assembly filled it with water, a throttle position sensor, TPS, and, uh, you know, my starter, which stuck just from sitting. I came in once, started it, but the starter didn't disengage from the car. So I had to turn it back off and go down and get a starter, put that in. Other than that, uh, the car that car ran good too. It had 13-inch tires, so I remember that. 175 13s, which now would be like $10 to buy those tires. They're super cheap. Super cheap! Uh, so that would be nice to have that again. Did it handle great? No. No, it didn't handle great. But did it do good on gas? Yeah. I used to, I commuted for a while to Indianapolis with the car too. So I remember commuting down there for a few weeks. For I don't remember why now. It's been so long. But I just commuted back and forth. It did great. And gas was much cheaper then. Not now. I don't know why gas is a lot now. Oh, Putin. Right. That's what I keep getting told. Right. Putin. Well, I guess we won't do too much politics on it. So how long do you keep a car? I think this eight and a half years or so is the longest I've ever kept a single car for myself. So there you go. Keep in a car or get rid of it. What do you think? Now we're going to travel to New York City. New York City. Get a rope. Yes. Because even though there's dumb people all over the world, there's a large concentration of them in New York City. And this, besides being dumb, this is almost poetic justice. And it is again ripped from today's headlines like an episode of Law and Order. So we go into the subway system where we find many buskers, panhandlers, homeless people, drug addicts, and a few business people trying to go about their day. And it turns out that not everyone likes to ride inside the subway car. Some people like to ride on top of it. I don't recommend this as a way to do things. And so we find a 15-year-old with two of his, uh, you know, friends. And I think you should find better friends if you're going to do this. But they jump on top of the subway car and get going. So they're riding up there. And as they come into a station, apparently... A brilliant uh, kid. I assume they were heading off to another station, by the way, for a Mensa meeting that they probably had. But uh, he falls off in between the cars and onto the tracks. Yeah. And the back subway car cuts his arm off. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that could happen? Oh, you did? Well, he didn't. By the way, this is at 1020 in the morning. Why isn't he in school? All right, so this is a weekday, 1020. Why isn't this kid in school? Where are your parents? All right, so uh, anyway, he gets his arm cut off, amputated, as the article said, sort of by the train. Taken the hospital, in stable condition, whatever. Yeah, he'll probably recover. He's 15, 
from this, you know. Now, it didn't say whether they were able to reattach his arm. Plus, how would you like to be the person that has to pick his arm up and uh, take it to the hospital? Hey, uh, Johnson, get that guy's arm, Officer Johnson, and take it to the hospital. So, uh, somebody's got to take it down there, though. And I don't know if they have ice in the subway. I guess you just grab it and take it. It's better than leaving it. Do you stop off at like a 7-Eleven? I need a bag of ice that'll cover an arm. Um, do the police have coolers in their car for body parts that idiots get cut off? Look, if you're so stupid enough to ride the top of a subway train and get your arm cut off, is this not justice? Okay, has justice already not been served? But here's the problem. The problem. We, you, me, and everybody are going to pay for this. Okay, we're going to pay for it. How much does it cost for all this care that he's going to get? A lot? Well, Marcus Pryor's probably have insurance. Yeah, probably they don't. <laughs> right? Even if they do, he's going to be <clears throat> require lifetime care now. He's going to have to get a fake arm put on there. Who's going to pay for all that when he's an adult? Okay. Plus, do you think he's on his way to become, uh, you know, some multimillionaire who develops the next uh, vaccine or, you know, cancer cure? Probably not. All right. Not if you're riding on top of the subway. Just saying. You're not like the brightest bulb on the Christmas tree. Okay. You're an idiot. And so now we got to pay <clears throat> for all this. Now, why aren't his parents, uh, you know, about this kind of stuff? I just don't understand it. Well, Mark, they're busy. They got to stuff. Yeah. You know what I hear from people all the time also? I would do anything for my kids. Really? Would you make them go to school? <laughs> How about that? Would you move out of the city if it was a problem? Would you do any of these things? Would you stop sending them to public school, which is a horrible place for them to go? Okay, would you do any of those things? Well, Mark, I have. as soon as you have excuses, then don't tell me how important your kids are. I don't want to hear about it. Okay, if it's the most important thing, you would find a way to do it. So it's not that important to you. You'd rather go to your job. And, uh, you know, it's just annoying for you to have to move or whatever. And this kid is an idiot. Right on top of the subway train, is just stupid. It's just complete stupidity. Do they not know what, watch a hobo? Go watch a hobo. Do they ride on top of the boxcar? Does boxcar Willie up on top of the boxcar? No. Why is he called that? Because he's in the boxcar, moron. Get in the car. You ride in the train car, not on top of it. And I told the wife about this, and she's like, yeah, who, how long before the lawsuit? Exactly. Parents, I'm sure, will sue, uh, you know, the whatever the transit authority is. They're a city of New York transit or whatever it is, uh, whatever it's called there, for, you know, not preventing my stupid kid from riding on top of your train car and injuring himself. And, of course, the city will settle. And, you know, that comes out of the taxpayer's money. And this will be millions of dollar lawsuit because you lose your arm. That's pretty big. That's a big lawsuit. And since they didn't say they reattached it, they probably didn't because that would be a part of the article, and it wasn't. So here's idiot, stupid moron kid gets his arm cut off and has a windfall. And I guess that's another interesting question for you. Would you let somebody cut your arm off for $2 million? Four, four million, eight million. How much? How much? And it maybe depends on which arm, you know, and what you do with your arm. But I'm just saying, I'm just asking you a question. I'm just throwing that out there. Something for you to ponder while you're going down the road, paying attention to driving and not running into school buses. So let me know, how much would it cost? How much do you want, really, to lose one arm? How much? Two million? Four million? Five hundred bucks, maybe, only? I don't know.
You tell me. Hey, if you're not dumb like this 15-year-old and you're ready to launch your trucking career, okay, don't do anything, don't sign anything, don't pay for anything, don't talk to anybody until you talk to me. And get all the facts straight up laid out. Launchedmark.com. Otherwise, thanks for listening to the podcast. I appreciate everybody being here and on the YouTube channel, Trucking Answers, and everywhere. So thank you for that. Send your missives to mark at truckinganswersnation.com, and we'll be back soon with another podcast.